Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Wednesday, October 18th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about U.S. yields, Chinese growth, finance, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. The crypto market continued to climb earlier today, led largely by Bitcoin, which at one point almost reached $29,000. Prices have since pulled back, however, with a sharp liquidation-driven drop erasing the day's gains. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, the largest crypto asset by market cap was down a quarter of a percent over the past 24 hours, trading at $28,370. Ether was down a third of a percent, trading at $1,580. In macro indicators, U.S. yields are climbing. In yesterday's episode, I gave you an update on the latest U.S. retail sales, which came in with much stronger growth than expected. Later in the day, this signal of a surprisingly strong economy was reinforced by U.S. industrial and manufacturing production data, which showed a notable rebound. The growth is further entrenching fears of another rate hike before the end of the year. In anticipation, the U.S. two-year yield soared past 5.2% yesterday for the first time since 2006. The 10-year yield is now at 4.85%, close to the 15-year high reached in early October. You may remember that just last week I was talking about how several Fed officials had suggested that high yields could mean another rate hike wouldn't be necessary. Then again, markets have short memories, and last week was a long time ago. The abrupt shift in sentiment will make Chair Jerome Powell's remarks tomorrow all the more significant. On to stock markets. The main U.S. indices ended up largely flat yesterday after opening sharply down on the strong retail sales figures. Investors seem to be focusing on strong corporate earnings reports and largely shrugging off building geopolitical tension. The S&P 500 index has climbed 1.5% since the attack on Israel just over a week ago, which is weird. 
The main European stock indices were also largely flat yesterday, with the exception of the UK's FTSE 100, which rose almost six-tenths of a percent. This was on the back of data that showed slowing wage growth, possibly easing pressure on the Bank of England to raise interest rates further before the end of the year. Stronger-than-expected UK inflation data out this morning has led to an unwinding of those gains, however. Across Europe, geopolitical nervousness seems to be settling in, with most major indices down more than half a percent so far today. In Asia, the Japan Nikkei and the Hang Seng indices were largely flat on the day, while China's Shanghai Composite dropped six-tenths of a percent. This was despite good economic news. China's economy grew 4.9% in the third quarter, less than in the second quarter, but notably higher than most economists had been expecting. Retail sales grew much more than expected year-on-year, and the unemployment rate dropped. The stock market weakness could be due to growing concerns about trade tensions after reports that the US plans to ban the sale of AI chips to China. In commodities, the oil price is heading up again as tensions in the Middle East continue to escalate. U.S. President Joe Biden is in Israel today, although the leaders of neighboring countries have cancelled a planned summit after an explosion at a hospital in Gaza reportedly killed hundreds of people. Anti-Israel protests are breaking out in major cities in the region. Earlier today, the Brent crude benchmark was up almost 1%, trading at $92.15 per barrel. The escalating tension is also pushing gold higher. It is currently trading at $1,948 per ounce, up 1.3% on the day and up almost 5% over the past week. Stay with us. After the break, we'll look at some Binance news and at more movement in the Bitcoin ETF story. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In this section, we're going to bring you an ETF update. But first, Binance US, the US arm of the world's largest crypto exchange by trading volume, has suspended the withdrawal of dollars in fiat form. This is not a surprise. The exchange suspended dollar deposits back in June, blaming the US Securities and Exchange Commission. Back then, it did warn that withdrawal suspension was coming. Dollars can still be withdrawn from the platform, however, in the form of stablecoins. It's unclear whether this will have much of an impact on Binance US activity, which had dwindled anyway. In Binance's early days, it didn't handle fiat at all as it struggled to connect with traditional banks. Even once fiat became an option, most of its trading has been done in stablecoin-based pairs. This is, however, another sign of the sunset of what was at one stage a significant source of US crypto market liquidity. And there are signs that Binance's overall liquidity, at one stage among the market's best, is suffering. 
Crypto market data provider Kaiko took a detailed look at liquidity on various exchanges during Monday's sharp move in the Bitcoin price after the fake Bitcoin ETF news. It found that liquidity on Binance dropped sharply and struggled to recover. Notably, it was considerably worse than liquidity on US-based exchanges Coinbase and Kraken. And next, Fidelity has updated its spot Bitcoin ETF filing. This makes it the third issuer to do so, following Invesco Galaxy and ARK21 shares. It is another sign that there is ongoing dialogue with the SEC, which is unusual. The last time around, the SEC delayed, 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 and then denied, with little engagement with crypto stakeholders. Understandably, many are taking this as further confirmation that a Bitcoin spot ETF approval is likely within the next few months. One more thing before I go. Yesterday, I answered a question I'd been asked by many people over the past month. We got good feedback on that format, and so we'll do it again on Friday. Do please send in your questions if you haven't already. You can do this by emailing podcasts at coindesk.com or via the Spotify Q&A. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're interested in. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.